Alright, welcome back to the Cocktail Critics. Here we are in the fourth episode. This week we have, as always, our poisoned victim. This week that person is Jordan. And our um, other person who likes to talk about this show about as much as anybody else in the planet, Michael Schmeris. So, um, you guys want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, guys. There's a, we have a couple <laughs> listeners out there. You can't. You can't be. Yeah, we have like last episode got five, and I was one of them. So <laughs> think about Ashen. Think about Ashen from Toronto, man. You can't. Ashen. You can't let us. Uh, George, did you watch? Are you watching the, the episodes? That's a good place to start. Yeah, I'm watching the episodes. Are you watching the critics? Uh, that's why I shot the critics off pretty early because there was a lot of trash talking. So. <laughs> Ooh. Who's trash talking who? I don't know. Someone has a low uh, IQ, I guess. So. <laughs> oh, I did not say that. I said that. Did. What? <sighs> no, that was me, Jordan. Me? That was him. I thought that was both of you. No. No, it was me. Dude, why? <laughs> I think we're already at the heart of the problem of tonight's discussion. This is, we should be good. I feel like no matter what happens, I get blamed for shit. <laughs> for stuff. Um... Alright, so, <laughs> that's an interesting way to, uh, yeah, because I think that's uh, something that you had to deal with all, all the whole time, Mike, so um, we'll, we'll dive into that, but um, let's see, Mike, or Jordan, so you watched for the fourth episode? Yeah, I did. How are you, how are you feeling, how is it to watch your own um, Poisoned episode? What's that like? Is that weird? Huh? Is it, do you feel dumb? Like, I, I, I honestly don't know, obviously, because I've never been Poisoned. Well... It was actually kind of interesting to see how it kind of came about. Because, okay. uh, well, I mean, um, I know I made it, we made it to like the random session, you know, the part of the uh, party. And then I actually got to see like what moved Jack, like kind of finagled at the end there, which I thought was kind of like interesting. Mm-hmm. What moved? Yeah, because he, because he's, um, I guess he paid to see where the randoms always going to be, so he actually got to pick who's going to be poisoned. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was able to yeah. avoid the random factor. Yeah, yeah. I think that was that was maybe the frustrating part for me was that I think we kind of foresaw that, that you were getting boxed into that trap. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you, you kind of felt like I slighted you a little bit, but it wasn't like... A, a lot, a little bit? <laughs> like... Like, like several bits, like at least three or four bits. I mean, from that standpoint, I was just looking at trying to save myself because I knew everyone had anecdotes. I'm like, uh, and Jack had the control at the time, so it was kind of yeah. Let's talk really, about this. This is actually one of my points on the list. Um, so let's let's walk through this. I feel like you've been walked through it, but let's see. Let's try it again here. So, um, at the time, you knew Jacob, Mike, and Diana on anecdotes, right? Mm-hmm. So why not Koo Jack? Because I knew the other two weren't going for it. Uh, uh, but even if they weren't going for it, why not my, just do it? You know what I mean? Knowledge, that was a very late development, them them flipping the script. Am I am I right? Am I or did yeah, I just not figure it out until the end? No, it was very late. I'm like, uh so I the whole idea was I didn't want to try to coo jack and fail. But I guess my thought is like like you try and fail or you die. Like yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I get I get what you're saying. I get um especially after the the Sarah incident and 
you know, uh, why that would be a, a gun shy moment. But I, I don't know. I, I felt like I felt like there was really just one option for you. I feel like my options were fairly limited too, and what what I could have done. I think. Well, like I'll, I'll let you talk about more if you have anything else. Well, the only thing I was thinking was for the next round was making sure that I could get rid of everyone's antidote. So at least there would be like a chance where I could play in the next round. So I was kind of trying to look ahead a little bit too. Okay, but so, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think what you did, you got rid of Mike's antidote, which might have been good for you if you would have survived. The, the concept makes sense. Yeah. It's just I, I, there, there wasn't a way to get past that first hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, because in the next round, only Mike Sanado would have been in play. Jacobs would have expired at that point, right? Or would that still be in the game? No, he, he was, that was it. Okay. So, I don't know. Um, I guess I see what you're saying, Jordan. Um, I don't know. It's I guess you were in a tough spot, but I still think if I'm playing, I would coup. But maybe that's just me. Um, and then how many people needed to coup? Was it three that round? It was third. Okay, yeah. so maybe that, that, that is a big tough. issue, I suppose. All right. Um, okay, so my next question for you is, and you might have answered this already, but what are you so worried about? You're you're worried the whole game, and then especially in this round, you're really worried. You stop him like three or four times. You just so what what are you worrying about? Maybe just take us a little bit deeper into your head here. Are you talking to me or Mike? Yeah, Jordan, you. Oh. <laughs> well, I I think I'm just like worried is that because. Uh, I felt like I had no control in that round. I think that was the biggest worry. Okay, so just having no control See, at all. I kind of saw it differently. The way I saw it was, you know, Jack was just kind of doing his thing, and, and yeah. nobody was really, I mean, everyone was kind of, everyone. I think everyone approached Jack, but Jack never gave an answer to anybody. So no. that was just a complete wild card to everybody. To me, the real story here was, you know, it, it felt like Jacob was trying to build an army against me, and I was trying to build an army against Jacob. And in both cases, I felt like we both knew that we couldn't get each other that turn. But we were both trying to set it up mm -hmm. for the future rounds. I do agree. And, uh, Go ahead. So I feel like I feel like maybe I, I and the, you know with with Jack being kind of this out of the picture aloof piece of the equation, I felt like it was me on one side, Jacob on the other side, and we were fighting for. Diana and Jordan, so I would say you maybe had all the power. I, or maybe I'm, Diana had all the power, and you were kind of, you know, stuck with whatever whatever I, she was going to do. But I don't know. I saw you two as the as the people that both both you know sides were trying to grab. To me, it seems like more. I think in the whole situation with Jacob, kind of had the most power. I think I saw out that, especially when you walked away. I think it's like he kind of like really kind of set the tone then. In what way? Well, the thing the thing with power is that power is granted, right? Like, I mean, in, yeah. in a in a numbers game, you know, he doesn't have power unless other people are agreeing and going in with it. It's really the people who are being sought after. To me, they're the ones that have the power. Yeah. I mean, you got a point there, but the way I could tell, Diana and Jacob were definitely working together. So, is for me, it really felt there. There's absolutely no power for me. Those two were, even if I got you on my side, Jack was a wild card. I kind of felt like I was out by myself in left field. 
So you felt alone? You felt like you weren't playing with Mike at that point? Uh, I mean, we were still like an alliance, but I, I knew Mike was trying to do something. I, I don't think we got to talk enough in that round about what we were actually trying to do. Wait, okay. So go wait. So you you go ahead, Mike. I I mean I think I I think first of all you know I think both of our only options were to coup. So I, I think your only option was to coup because of everyone else who had antidotes. I think my only I I think I have two options. Option one would be to to, to get a coup together, and option two would be to just try and throw you under the bus. So I could keep my antidote. So I mean, like I thought we were both like incentivized to have the same plan. And I, I don't know. I I'm trying to recall the entire game whether whether we were in communication as much as I thought we would be. But I really I did I, I felt like we were aligned, and uh, like I was even trying to confirm it, confirm that you know we both wanted to mutually go to the end with each other and and all these things. I was. I, I could see that you were nervous, but uh, I don't know. I was, I was surprised it ended up going the way it did. It was, yeah, I mean, it was a little surprising, but I was, the one thing that was really worrying me going into that one was the fact I did have the antidote. And so I kind of really thought Jack was just going to pick on me. Because why would he go, why would he want to send it to random? Yeah, but that's what we're saying. So we're saying we know he's going to pick on you, right? Yeah. So then, what's your like? I, I'm. I guess I'm with Mike on this one. Like, wh like, what are your options then? If you know you're going to be poisoned, I mean, uh, that I felt. Like I that think you have two options. Well, at the time, it felt like I had one. So okay. Well, okay. okay. I mean, we don't have to. We're, maybe we won't be able to convince you, but that's okay. I guess. Um, it. Yeah, I think you could swap what you did, um, and it. But that doesn't for that a doesn't moment fix anything. Yeah. Um, unless Michael decides to not play the antidote, maybe. But I, I think at that point he's going to play play it, and we saw him do it. Or you can coup, and you didn't do that. And Mike, did you coup? You didn't coup, right? Or you didn't toast? Right? Uh, I did not toast. Okay. No. Okay. I knew before we sat down at the table. I. I, I, I don't know if I where I was, where I walked in from, if it was from a confessional or where I would have been. But I, I walked into the room. I looked right at, you know, Diana and, and Jordan kind of did the like the thumbs up. Are we still good? And, and it was not it was not a, a pleasant look I got back from either one of you. <laughs> so I was I didn't even need to look at where the poison was. I knew no matter what I was I was I was drinking uh, the antidote. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if who didn't happen. Okay, well, uh, I don't think we're going to get any further in this, so why don't we just move move on then, I guess. Um, so uh, let's go on to, oh, at the very beginning of the episode, Jordan, you talk about, um, you're surprised that you made it to round four. Are you actually surprised or are you just playing dumb here and going into a little more detail with that? No, I actually was kind of surprised. I didn't think I would, I thought Mike would help me make it farther in the game, but just, <laughs> I didn't think I'd actually make it that far, though. I okay. thought you were going to cut me loose sometime, Mike. Why? <laughs> Why would you think such a thing? Like, I don't get it. I, see, this is – me and Adam had some raging debates about this, about whether whether I truly, you know, whether people were really willing to work with me. And, and I feel like I have this stigma against me that at some point people are turning on me no matter what. And, uh, 
you know, part of that's my behavior, and part of that I think is a reputation that I don't know. I don't know how I could escape from. Jordan. Well, I mean, I just felt like I know Mike wanted to win it, but I'm just. I felt like there was, uh, like sometimes I felt like you're like you were working with Jacob. Well, I mean, I was. I mean, no, I was trying to. I was. I. I thought it was clear that, you know, going into this round, okay, so the round before, uh, you know, it was a united front to coup Jacob, and it didn't work. Yeah. So my my assumption there was that Jacob was still public enemy number one. So what I was trying to do was how can I, and, and knowing that Jacob had that antidote and couldn't go that round, I was saying how can we get this group together, keep you know, with with a united front against a different enemy until we could go to Jacob. So I guess what I was thinking was, you know, Diana just lost Elizabeth and Jordan was still kind of floating out there. And I was like, well, I, I wanted to pick up those kind of individual pieces and make a group and, and keep keep Jacob at, at the far, forefront of, you know, the enemy that we need to get rid of. I wanted to keep him public enemy number one. And uh, so, I, you know, I was trying to keep that group as a thing, not realizing just how badly, you know, Diana and Jacob or Diana and Jordan were not going to ever work with each other. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I thought we did have a thing there. And I thought that we, you know, we're, we're in some way united up until, you know, things, things, things flipped. But here, and here's what I think I, I was trying to tell you before. Like, so Jordan says he thinks you're working with Jacob a little too much. I think that those moves where you're always, and I'll be honest, as an editor and as a producer, it's great to see someone who's playing both fields all the time. You're a very uh, dynamic character, but I think when you're talking to everyone, it just puts a target on your back. It, people lose trust in you, and I, I think that's what Jordan's saying. I don't, I don't want to um, impregnate any ideas into him or anything, but I don't know. Like, I mean, go ahead. That's what I was essentially trying to get at. It just... It kind of like you see, you see who your partner is. He's talking to everyone like a lot more than you. You kind of like wonder what's going on. I just, I, 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 I don't know how true that is. Like, yeah, I, w I was talking with everybody, but I mean, more than anyone else. Well, I think if you look at the third round, especially, and then you know further into the game. Uh, Diana down in the basement says, um, you know, we need to be a united front. Like, let's, let's, you know, shut them out. And you're talking to him. And yes, you do say, like, I can't talk to you for much longer. Like, I need to get out of here. But even just, you know, people notice it's, it's there's only four rooms in the game. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't, it isn't, um, you know, everything's noticed, I think. So we can talk the but same thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, but then I, I very clearly, you know, my my actions, you know, very clearly were were with everybody. Oh, I know. I think that's uh, something that people don't really notice, though. I think people are people are people are more likely. So, like when you when you get uh, when you go to dinner, like you're not likely to review the dinner negatively. If or, I mean, you're not likely to review a dinner positively online. You're likely to negatively review a dinner. It's like let's say you go to McDonald's. Like, if I get my 10 chicken nuggets and my French fries and my shrimp, everything's fine, I'm not going to go home and type on the computer. If I'm missing a French fry, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, there's no French fry. You know, like, I think the negative things get more noticed. And I would say with this, we see the same thing with Jack. Jack um, doesn't do anything. 
he sits in the room, and um, because of that, he gets a very different perspective, I think, than people would have seen him before. I think people um, didn't make any alliances with him, uh, but if he wanted to, he could have worked his way in, especially at this point. But because he keeps sitting in that room, people are perceiving him as someone not playing the game, and uh, whether or not anyone likes it, I think he's getting much further than anyone ever thought he would. Oh, probably for sure. <laughs> and we felt like he wasn't really into the game when really he was, in actuality, like really into the game. So, yeah. So that's what I'm kind of talking about. I mean, I don't know, Mike. You can, we can, we can, we can debate it more if you want. It doesn't. <laughs> I don't have a lot of topics. So if you want to, if we, were, we can, we can dive deep. Uh, but yeah, I think the way people perceive you in the game uh, can greatly affect how they play with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so should we, should we move on, I guess? I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, Jordan, uh, why'd you give the internet to Jacob? The, I know Mike was really mad about that. Um, I think everyone was really mad about it. Yeah. The only reason I did it was just kind of like a... I kind of felt like he played it pretty well, especially in the round we tried to get rid of him, and we didn't because he actually... I mean, that was a pretty good move, so... It was kind of more just like a nod to him, like, how he was playing in the game, as opposed to, like, helping Mike out. It was just... But why not help Mike out, who's, um... Who's I you never so would have not given you the antidote, for the record. Well, you say that now, though. But I think... I think I can, I can speak to this, though. I can, I can speak... I can defend Mike on this one, I think. Mike has worked with you the entire game when I mean you spend a whole round you're just you're just eating pineapple and he takes you back and he pulls you back into the game I think Mike really did help you a lot it does surprise me too but I guess you're saying because you respect Jacob's game more yeah I kind of I mean I mean I thought he played it really well even even though Mike worked with you Jacob literally set you up for the slaughter. Literally. Well, I mean, that yeah. was. I mean, the whole round was going against me anyhow, so it's hard to say it's just that. Except, except for Mike's plan, right? You don't have what, to agree. About? You don't have to agree with me. But the Mike's the Mike's coup plan. I feel like that's the only plan that he's he's the one who's giving you a plan to get you through the I round. Mean, I know it was a good plan. But I just did. I just had no. I had no faith in that plan though. Why? Can you speak more to that? Because I mean, just talking to the other two, it's like they weren't they weren't siding with Mike, and that was the hardest thing. Okay. It was three against Jack, and if that was if it was a thirty minute round, they were I think they were siding with me for at least twenty for at least twenty minutes of it. They that was the plan. Yeah, I mean, but then then it's like they they quickly turned as soon as you like walked away. So I mean, I just could tell things were going south from there. Hmm. Okay. All right, okay. Uh, and then why'd you buy the Switch seats? That's my last question directly at you, Jordan. I mean, I did that because I felt like at that point, the, uh, Jack was going to put the poison in my cup. So I'm like, I need there, I needed the Switch with someone else. Okay. And I, mean, I, knew Mike, I knew Mike's hand, though, was going to play into the next round, so that's why I wanted him to get rid of this because I was trying to play him for the next round, too, in case I didn't pick it. I knew the other tunes would expire, so it didn't really matter whether they used it or not. Well, they, they would use them. Like, like, well, yeah. So, I mean, Mike was the only logical choice in the switch seats with so that I could get him to use his poison. I mean, his antidote. Sorry. Yeah, but, okay. So, if you... 
Okay, I guess I see what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I see I see your perspective, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mike, do you have any, any other direct questions to Jordan? Or should we move on to the, to the whole no, episode? No, okay. Move along. All right, okay. Um, so this, this question is to both you guys, and it rewinds a little bit. We're not going in any sort of order, uh, time-wise, for the episode, I guess, tonight. Um, what was it like to find out Jack was a dinner host? That was a big surprise to you, Mike. Uh, how did that change yeah. the way you had to play that round? Um, well, I mean, it really, I felt like it, it gave me one, one choice. Like at that point, I feel like I felt like my, my only choice was to try and, and coup him because, you know, Diana wasn't, you know, she had an antidote. Jacob had an antidote. They both had to use them. So for me, I, there were two people I could target, either Jack or Jordan. So, you know, uh, cooing hasn't really worked out in this game, but it was also something that people were willing to consider on more than one occasion. Um, there's a compelling argument to it that, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen, but, you know, if, if, if a coup's in place, then you know you're safe. The problem is, you know, two of the people there were safe anyways. So they didn't need that luxury of, of, of the coup. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, Jordan. Do you have anything to say about how did, how did Jack becoming dinner house affect the way you played this round? Well, he really wasn't the one I wanted as dinner host. I was hoping it would be either Diana or Jacob. Why is that? Diana. I said, I thought, it was, I hoped it would be either Diana or Jacob so we could coup one of those two. That we could get Jack on our side. But since he went for it, it kind of really... Through kind of like a whole monkey wrench into the plan. Okay. Um, and then, okay, so Mike, let's go back to this cooing thing, though. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you talked about it a little bit. You said you're always, you, every round, I think you push the coup, right? There isn't a round that you don't try to push. Um, round one, maybe? Except, except Elizabeth, round two. Round two, okay, one. round two. Um, so, yeah, talk. you talked a little bit about it. I, I think this might have also affected you negatively in the game. The, the idea of you always. You're always pushing the coup, and I think certainly in this round it's the right call. Um, you could definitely make an argument for round three being the right call. I think that's probably also a good call. But I think that you always being the person always pushing for the coup might have put some people on edge because someone always has to be in the coup seat. Like, someone always has to be the dinner host. You know what I mean? So if you're always down there going, we need to coup someone this round, I don't know. I think that would make me nervous. And the thing is, you can't be the dinner host. I don't think people were thinking that. I, I kind of agree with Mike's strategy on that, though. Go ahead, talk more. Because, because uh, Mike, he got the antidote, uh, the first one, which meant he couldn't be dinner host. So, I mean, for his point of view, I think going for a coup every time to get rid of the dinner host would kind of give him the advantage. No, I agree. I kind of, I think that was a good strategy to move, though. And I think I think I was, we weren't, no one was pushing the agenda that you always coup. You know, yeah. I think what, what Adam's alluding to is, you know, if it's always going to be a coup, yeah. then eventually someone's going to be the dinner host, and then that always coup is going to get them. Is that what you're saying? Is yeah, like the, yeah. The negative connotation of that. But, you know, I think I think it was pretty, you know, every every round's a new round. Uh, there's, yeah. uh, you know, coups, even though coups have been discussed every round, they hadn't happened enough or attempted to happen enough that I think people would, would feel like no matter what they were going to be, in that danger, um, I, I don't know. Maybe there's some truth to that. I think. Well, I think you um, you pointed out a good fact. I think if maybe if they would have happened, they would that fear would have been more prevalent. Yeah, that's okay. That's interesting. Um, I mean, okay. I don't think I don't. 
Well, Jordan, you never tried to be the dinner host, right? You only had one opportunity and you didn't try. No, I never, was it out of fear of a coup? No, I just never wanted to be... I felt like the dinner host from the start was having the biggest target on their back. Okay. I don't, so, I don't think anybody, except maybe Jacob, I don't think anybody else avoided being a dinner host simply because they were afraid of a coup, I don't okay. think. Okay. It was a, I, was, I avoided it not because of the coup. I just did because I knew one round... You'd be the dinner host, and if you got rid of somebody, then the next round their ally would probably come after you. Right, and that's kind of the design of the game. So yeah, that's a good. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong about that. Like that's um, that's interesting. Okay, so. Okay, so here's my next thing. Um, I fa- I think I figured out your tell, Mike. I think I think there's a way uh, that you give away when like your plan has been found out or um, something along those lines. And you say okay in a very flatline kind of way. I think if you watch the season again, you can kind of see it a couple times. There's um, it that's happened. like my that's like my uh, what's it called like a verbal pause while yeah. I try and recover. Yeah, that's like your okay. that's like <laughs> yeah, like you'll it's uh let me see if I can do it. You'll just be like like okay, like you give like a very like like I think you can you can hear like your brain turning almost when you say it. It happens um, it happens when you talk to Jacob in the third episode about the coup. And he says, well, I can just play the antidote. And it happens again this episode for something. I can't remember what it is. It's when Jack barges in us and says, who's creepy? I can't. Maybe. I'd have to watch it. I don't it recall. It, I wish I would have run it It's very plausible. It's pretty <laughs> funny, though. I think I, I think I knocked on it. So if you were playing All-Stars, Mike, I would I would work on a different verbal crutch. Um, okay. That's really all. That's, that's, I, I just thought it was funny. And I want to talk about the card scene, though. Um which I thought was interesting. Obviously, at least in my mind, you did that whole trick. Did you just do that whole trick to to make Jacob talk about the antidote, or did you think about that happening? It was mostly track? to dissolve the tension, right? Because we, so I, I suggested the coup, mm-hmm. and then there was a little bit of, uh, you know, Jacob was like, well, how can I trust you? And different things, and then Jordan's like, well, this is awkward. And just to, like, kind of relieve that, I was like, well, let's, you know, maybe not not let the negative things. You know, I just put out this plan. I don't want the negative things to start. So let's just move on to something else. Uh, uh, it was not effective, but that was that was the logic behind it. Was you know, I it felt like a slightly awkward moment. You know, someone pointed out that it was an awkward moment. I was like, let's just try and divert my own attention. You know, to something else. Yeah. Um, okay, and I was thinking too. That's when the OK comes in. You ask Jacob, uh, "What round did you get? Did you find the antidote?" In? And he goes, "I haven't found it yet." And you that, go, was, that was a deliberate. Little uh, okay, zero. Yeah, that's. An, I like that scene though. It's pretty fun. And uh, right after a round of pretty intense um, gameplay. And so, and then my last question for the episode, I, like I said, I don't have a lot. Um, is can you talk a little bit more about kind of finalizing a final two deal with Jordan in this episode? Like what was going through your head there? Um, specifically, we have one more thing to talk about after this. That okay. I can't believe we didn't talk about, but, um, you know, specifically I could, I could tell that Jordan was a little bit on edge. Like we had this plan and Jordan's saying, well, how do I know you guys are not really just going against me? You know, that's what he was saying. Like how he was, he was, you know, verbalizing that fear of being the only one to, to coup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that was kind of just a, I felt like we already had a final two. I felt it should have been implied anyways. Um, 
but I was trying to reinforce that with him to, to keep him comfortable and, and it didn't work because he, he went, <laughs> went with the other group. <laughs> but um, the, the attempt was just to, to reinforce what I thought we had and to try and calm him, calm him down from, from, or, you know, uh, dissuade the, the worries that he had. And Jordan, are you sincere at this time? Like, are you, when Mike makes the final two deal with you, are you being sincere and agreeing to it? Or, like, what's your thought process there? Well, I mean, the whole game I was pretty sincere about Mike and I being the last two. I mean, because if it came down to that, I really didn't care, like, how it ended up. And Most of the game, right? Like, like, up until the point where you threw me into the poison, right? <laughs> I mean, that was, I knew you had the end, so I knew it really wasn't, like, that dangerous to you. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you saved yourself. It was okay. <laughs> okay. I had no safety. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, 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 but after that, I, I thought it could be it could be you and I. But you realize, uh, maybe I shouldn't dive back into this. But you realize it can't be you two at that point, right? What I mean, like when you switch Mike's seat. It's no longer you and Mike. Like, like one of you guys are going to be out that round. You know, at what point, I, I guess uh, in your shoes, even if you saw that, you know, Diana and Jacob were, were more on the, you know, flush Mike's antidote. Like, yeah. I feel like the, correct, the, the better response may have been, you know, just, you know, in a moment of them separating and say to either one of them, like, I don't think I want to do this. Like, you know, and, and I know, but this happened literally like minutes before the Dirt Like, I mean, there really wasn't much time after they like made this plot to really go and talk to both of them. Jordan, I wouldn't have lied to you and said it's all going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't have done that a support. That was devious. Whoa. <laughs> well, you pretty much knew what was happening anyhow. Yeah. Because you ran to the confessional anyhow, so. <laughs> just it just hurts. It hurts, Jordan. It hurts most for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your talking point, Mike? Um, this the the split the money. Did that come up? Oh yeah, that that came up again. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yes. was, I think, you know, the determining factor, right? I. What is what does Diana do if there's not if that deal isn't there? Like if that's not how Jacob convinces her, I. I, I don't think she goes again, you know, against us. Yeah, personally, like she, you know, just minutes before that, she was, you know, adamant about getting rid of Jacob. You know, I, I, I think that's a very big deal to the, you know, the, the proceedings in this round. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, just, it must have just slipped my mind. Um, yeah. So let's try to play it out. Maybe like if if Diana doesn't make that deal with Jacob, let's say she sticks with you. She doesn't. I don't think she plays with Jordan, but she plays with Jordan tangentially through you. Do you think you? That, yeah, that, that that's right? what I was yeah. going for. I, I wanted a final three of these of these kind of isolated pieces, and then I, where I was the connective tissue. That's mm-hmm. what I was. You know, that's what was in my mind. That's interesting. But I anyways, think. I think Diana actually becomes that connective tissue. Um, because Jacob makes that deal and she's still playing with you guys. But anyway, so if she doesn't, it, do, you, do you think Jack gets cooed that round, or wh- how, what do you think happens? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, I don't I don't think, I, I think Diana, and, and maybe I'm not, you know, reading into her mind, right, but I think, I think Diana goes more with, 
goes more with a person or a relationship than she does with a plan. So if she doesn't have that relationship with Jacob, I don't think she just buys into Jacob's plan of, of flushing my antidote. I'd agree. I think she really does that because she's, she's locked herself into this longer term relationship with him. Yeah. I think that makes sense. You know, I think if, if, if the money's off the table and, and, you know, maybe Jacob tries a different tactic and maybe it still happens, but you know, if that's off the table and doesn't happen, I, I, I think she probably does coup Jack. And then at that point, you know, who knows what Jack does with his, with his, uh, with, with the, the gifted antidote. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe Jacob ends up safe anyways, but I don't know. Yeah. Jordan, do you have anything to weigh in on this? Uh, I, I think Mike pretty much hits the, the nail on the head on that one. I mean, I, I, I agree with the, I, I felt like she may have been more with us if there wasn't a deal made. All right, and then I guess I know Mike's answer, but neither of you guys were aware of the deal at the time, right? Yeah, I knew that there was something. Like I knew that there was something between them. They were talking more there that that whole round. Um, I I didn't think she would choose him over me until I you know I questioned her at that last second, um, and I did I didn't know that there was money involved. Jordan. I think the only thing we knew for sure is that she really wasn't siding with Jack that much, though, because she 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 made it clear like throughout the game that uh, Jack has not been like playing the game and she's not happy about it. So I think Jack made it clear <laughs> that, <laughs> that Jack wasn't working going to work with anyone. Yeah, but, but I think it was kind of like irritating her a little the whole time. Yeah. Um. And then Jordan, can you talk about um, the scene where Jacob slams the antidote down in front of you? Like, how does that ch- that change your mind at all, or how does that affect how you're doing? It didn't really. It didn't, it didn't change anything. It just kind of upset me that I kind of spent a whole round looking for the antidote when he already had it. So <laughs> you spent one round looking for it. It was round four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought maybe it was still in play. Okay, and then. Uh, and then he uh, told me the whole, like, how he was wearing the coat versus not wearing the coat to hide it, so. Okay. That's to, to Jordan's point there, I mean, like, I was even, like, I wasn't, like, looking, looking for the idol by that point. But, you know, without having seen that, I knew, Jacob, you know, told me he had it. But without having seen the confirmation of it, I was still glancing around in that in that fourth round. But you, you know, don't you know at this point or no? You don't know? I knew, but like I didn't. I didn't know. You didn't. You, like, didn't, I didn't you haven't see seen it. it. Okay. Okay. No, I. I don't think I saw him have it until Mike and I talked to him, and then he showed it to us, and then. In this round, or was it the round before? No, it was. I'm not sure if it was this round or around before. Well, no, I think I think your reaction when he showed it to you in the kitchen was the first time you saw it, right? That you knew. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. Because then I was just kind of asking him about it casually. I didn't even really think too much of it. Okay. Um, that's all I have for the episode. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, I think that was... That was uh, I think that's all my talking points. Jordan? Yeah. No, I pretty much hit on everything I wanted to talk about. 
Okay, so let's do um, let's do twist of the week then. So you don't do you have a twist, yeah. Mike, or no? Um, I don't. Just all my twists are really different things that can be done with uh, tickets, invitations, mm. really. Um, yeah. Okay, Jordan, do you have an idea for a twist? I kind of like the. Uh, I like. I don't know. It's probably been said before, but the idea of someone coming back from. The dead, pretty much. And yeah, people like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. finally tagging back in. Mm-hmm. I think it had a whole, had a whole new dynamic to it too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I'll go with my twist then. Here, well, um, so this twist is called isolation. Um, so this is how this works. Uh, I was a little bummed out when Elizabeth said Redemption Island or whatever, like because that it's kind of similar, sort of, but not exactly. It's not works. Half. What was that? Stole half of your thunder. Yeah. So this is isolation. So um, in this round, uh, when we played the original cocktail party, the one you're watching right now, I only interviewed the um, the dinner host, the previous dinner host, uh, the person who got uh, bequeathed the antidote, and the person who was poisoned. I regret doing that. I wish I'd interviewed everybody. In this version, we're interviewing everyone, and you're drawing straws or some kind of draw to determine the order of who goes into the confessional room. And when you're in the confessional room, in between rounds, you can decide to hit a button or some kind of thing or a bell or something and declare you're going into isolation. If you do that, you immediately leave that confessional room and go into a different room and you stay in that room throughout the entire round and then the first 15 minutes of the next round. So you can't be poisoned in that round and it can only happen once per game. So it's just the first person who ever goes into isolation is the only person who can do it. But the problem is, so you're safe from that round. The problem is that you're missing half of the next round. So you can't be the dinner host in the next round. And you've, uh, you know, the game will totally change in that amount of time. So go ahead. What do you think? I like it. You like it? Oh, yeah. Big time. Cool. All right. Um, that's Jordan, the- would you ever do it? Would you ever do isolation? Oh, yeah. I'd probably do it my first round. Okay, that's crazy. See, I think that's a mistake, too. I think, see, that's what I think might happen, is I think someone's going to do it the first round. And then... Like, I don't know. Like, you have... doesn't make sense to me, but I, I don't know. Would you do it, Mike? You know, if it, was, if it was an option going into this fourth round, I absolutely do it. And then I use my antidote in the fifth round. Yeah. You know, like, there's 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 ways to use it. Mm-hmm. I, thi- so I think... Go ahead. I was thinking about the game. I was thinking, like, uh, actually, in, like, the, the early rounds, I felt like you almost have no control over anything because there's more people and it's like you don't know... There's so many alliances going on. But then, like, later when there's less people, you actually feel like you have a little bit more control about what's going to happen. I think that might be true. So, I think there's uh, I think the game's a little more fluid, though, and there's more people, and I could be wrong about this, because I think things can change. I think um, when there's four people, if two people have their minds set, it's not going to change. You know what I mean? When there's nine people, maybe you can find yeah. someone else. I don't know. I think it's very likely this isolation thing would happen in round two. I think that's kind of where I see this happening. It wouldn't. It wouldn't happen in round one, like before the game start. Like I mean, it wouldn't be the first thing that happens. I think immediately after the first poisoning, somebody would take that. Yeah, and I think that would maybe be a mistake unless they fell in danger. Yeah, it's but. all dependent. And then I guess I'd have to work out. I think I guess I would. I would. I would make the call right now. If you have the antidote and you go into isolation, you lose the antidote. You don't get the like the one that's bequeathed, not what oh. you found or anything. Oh. Oh, the bequeathed one. Yeah. 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 I agree with that because you'd be, you'd be, you know, you'd be using it. Yeah. It would have to be used that round anyways. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, so that's my last twist. So I'm going to have to either think of some more, which are very possible, or, um, I don't know, maybe the twist of the week so that will go away for a little bit. I'll probably think of more. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I feel confident about that. We um, need three. We only need three. Yeah. Actually, two. I think we're only going to have six episodes. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, so then, want to move on to the rankings? Yeah. All right, the final part, and Mike and I, uh, we might, uh, we might get in a little bit of debate with this one, Jordan. We're gonna, we're gonna disagree a little bit. You wanna, you wanna stick around for this, Jordan, or no? Uh, I think I'm gonna tap out of. <laughs> You're tapping out. All right. Yeah. Might All not right. be a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan. All right, thanks for doing this, buddy. Hey, no problem. Yeah, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too, Mike. Bye. All right, just you and me, Mike. We have no right. tiebreaker scenario here. Um, also, why don't we just take a second to talk about some of the things Jordan said tonight now that he's gone. That was crazy, right? Like, and, and shame on me for putting my game into those hands. But, I don't know, it, 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 it's hard. It, it, it's, I can't express how frustrating it is to feel like there's there's something so obvious and it's not being received well by the person. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, like when we were downstairs in that lower living room and he kept saying like, how do I know you're, I was like, and, and, and maybe it wasn't the right approach to take with someone like J- uh, Jordan, but like I was saying like, you don't have a choice. Like, yeah. like it doesn't matter for lying to you. This is still your option. And, and maybe that's not the, the approach for him, but maybe it's not, but um, I think you, Maybe I'm gonna go a little easier on you than I would have earlier, just because. I mean, there's we a plan behind it. Yeah, like I, I, so I, I implemented the plan right of of the coup, and then I just tried to. I was playing defense the rest of the round, trying to stop that from going bad. Mm-hmm. And and I think my big mistake was leaving Diana and, and Jacob alone. I mean, I know you talked a lot about me and Jordan in that one, but it really it was Diana was the 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 cog that caused it to go bad. And I think, I mean, we sat Jordan down tonight and we, I feel like we did the same thing you did with him in the episode and he still does not think it was the right call from what I understand. So I don't, I mean, he a hundred percent, you know, backed himself into the corner and then, or he like, he backed himself onto the ledge and then willingly stepped off of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, like when, when there was like a path that said safety. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was definitely, uh, Harder on you a little bit on those. Uh, we've been sending texts back and forth the last couple weeks. I might be a little bit easier after uh, that talk with Jordan here because I don't know what you could have done with I know him. I see, like I like like I generally see what you're saying, but in terms of specific instances, I just I I, I think I made the decisions that I could make. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, let's and go to the rankings. Me. Okay, okay. Uh, so number five, uh, I'll, I'll say number five. I, mean, I think we both know who it is, right? Like, it's Jordan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so okay, so number five is Jordan. Like, maybe, maybe like, the, the very bottom round, like, maybe worse than Moose's round one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like Moose ever had a chance to save himself. Worst round or the second worst round in the game, whole game yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. All right, why don't you give us number four because I think they're going to be different. 
Why don't you go ahead? Oh boy, I, I I get the argument in both cases. Like, but for me, for me, I I have always valued putting through a plan, trying to make it work, and, and putting an effort over not. Um, and I think your more results matter more than the means. I'm more the method matters more than the results in some cases. Uh, so I put Jack for it. Okay, I, I, um, where do you have yourself? I have you at four. Three. Okay. So I have you at three. Let's, uh, let's talk this out then. So here's what I think. I, I think Jack gets a bad rap, and I think it's a similar bad rap. I think a similar thing that we talked earlier, where you guys both have perceptions in the game. Um, I think Jack is playing the game. He's just playing it with himself. I'll say that over and over again. It doesn't have to be true. But, um, so from Jack's perspective, let's look at all the way back to the beginning of the round. Where um, it's time mm -hmm. to choose who the dinner host is, and he makes that choice to become yeah. the dinner host. So he knows uh, Diana has an antidote, Jacob has an antidote, you have an antidote. Um, so it's probably between him and Jordan. Isn't his best move to take the to take the dinner host? I think, given that you know a serious coup attempt happened in you know the two rounds before, I think that's putting yourself in danger. I think I think you're better off trying to pin it on Jordan. You know, letting, 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 you know, I guess he doesn't know who's going to try to be the dinner host. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any, any issue with him being the dinner host. I don't know that it's, yeah, I mean, there, there's obviously thought for him choosing to do it. I think that, I think that's a good move on his part. I think it's the only thing he could do to give him power at that point because he doesn't really have that many invitations, right? I mean, he has, how many does he have at this point? Uh, he used one, and he should have had one to start, two rounds. He should have three. three? Okay, so he'd have enough to sue Well, no, two. Two. He would have had three if he would not have been the host. So he had two. Okay, so he only has enough to see the poison at this point. I think becoming host gives the most power. Obviously, there's a lot of risk involved. I don't think... Well, I don't know. There's no way he could have known if Jordan would ever be the host, so we can't really factor that in. I don't know. I think it's a good move on his part. I I guess I guess I'm I'm just in general I would have been gun shy about ever being the host anyways because I feel like I feel like if you're on your own if you're kind of out there in the pool you can maybe move around if you're if you're you know you might be able to survive even without the majority if the right person's the dinner host or if this that or the other you know but if you're the dinner host you're at the the full mercy of the majority Interesting that's true. Okay, and he's not necessarily doing anything to stop a coup. I mean, I did cut out a couple more conversations. He does have conversations with people in this round. Does he? Um, but they're not super interesting. They're more just talking. Yeah. The only ones that we saw, we saw the one where he said he's concerned about Jacob swapping someone out of the, yeah. out of the seat. Yeah, um, I guess if, if, I'm, if I'm Jack, I'm worried that Diana, Jordan, and myself are in a group, which is what I tried to do. And that Jacob being off the table because of his antidote, that Jack's the only option we could. That that's what I would worry about from Jack's point of view. That's true. If if I if I if I thought he if if he was thinking that deep, that's why I don't like it for him. Okay, I can I can I can waver on Jack on four. Um, and then you I, on three. I can waver on myself at four. I mean, I I don't I. It's tough. To me, my big mistake was not sticking tight to Diana and keeping her, you know, I should have never let her out of my, out of my, uh, sights there. Yeah. And I don't, I, 
I know I asked you this, but I really don't remember what your answer was. Um, honestly, I don't remember why. Why did why do you choose to go with Jordan if you know Jordan's fifty percent going home? Like, why is is that just a continuation because, of an older deal? Uh, well, yeah, I mean he, that was always the deal, but I, I I think you're factoring too much on that. I, I needed three of us total. Okay, and. I was thinking I needed to get Jordan and then I needed to get Diana. So I, and, and I felt like I needed to get them separately. Okay. I get that. Okay. That makes sense. All right. I, and I was promising them, I was promising them both the end. All right. I, I feel good about, um, jacket four then. That makes sense to me. Um, and then you at three. Yeah. No arguments there. Okay. And then who'd you have at two? Uh, Diana. Me too. We'll talk about Jake in a minute, but Diana, I think she was positioned that no matter what, she was the, uh, she was always going to be safe, and she was always going to be setting herself up in the long run. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think if we get rid of if we get rid of Jack at five, like I was planning, and then we get rid of Jacob at four, she's she's at the risk of me and Jordan going to the end and leaving her out. So I, 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 I don't think it was a bad move for Diana. Um, especially now that she's has some sort of monetary, uh, <laughs> arrangement with yeah. it. Um, so I, you know, I, I really don't have any faults with anything she did other than lie poorly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think Diana is in that coveted, um, swing position this round. Where she's yeah. able to work with whoever she wants, um, so that's why I put her at number two. But I don't think she necessarily she's she's not necessarily making the moves as much as accepting the moves that are happening and putting them. Like, yeah, she's um, her her high standing there is uh, in many ways situational. You know, she was in the situation. She there is something to be said for just like you know we gave me a lot of credit in round two when I was to make the decision and made you know, what I felt was like the, the best decision for me. And it's, you know, a positive that both side coming to you. And uh, you think she should get credit for all those things as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then do you want to move on to Jacob or do you have anything else to say about Diana? No, that's good. Okay. Uh, why do you have a Jacob at number one? This was maybe the number one best played round by anybody in the entire game. Um, you know, he, not only does Jacob, you know, Jacob's immune anyways, because he has the antidote. Um, and so he sets something up that if he plays it right, will vault him all the way to the end. Right. So he, he sets up, not only does he, he burn my, he, he comes up with a plan to burn my antidote. He carries it out successfully and he has the next round, uh, set up with Diana. Um, I don't know that it was his plan or if he ever thought he could get the antidote from Jordan on top of it, but I mean, but that's, you know, icing on the cake. He, he is guaranteeing himself in the final three. He has a final two deal with Diana. You know, he could either go after me and then work with Diana to get to the end, or he can go after Jack and hope that Diana chooses him over me also, you know, so he's, he's set up well with Diana. He did all the right things to, to unite that. And, you know, really nothing to say negatively. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think 
you can look at the difference between Jacob and Jordan's game this round, and it's very, um, it's, it's, you know, it's very different. Uh, Jordan is, he's also looking ahead, but he's not looking at, like, at current round at the same time. Yeah. Jacob's able to do both, where he's going, like, we can't get rid of Jake, or we can't get rid of Mike this round, he has the antidote. Um, you know, like, we, uh, we should go for Jack, and then he changes his mind, and he says, maybe this will work. He, he, I think he plays on that thing with Jordan, where if you influence him right before something major is about to happen, Jordan might crack. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think he does a good job. So I agree, number one. Um, do you have um, you have Redrick or no? I do, but it's so hard. <laughs> it's such a hard one this week. Why don't you go um, ahead anyways? Uh, okay, starting at the bottom. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan, I gave him, I gave him a CPN three. Okay. I think I think we saw the most into Jordan's mind this round. Mm-hmm. We saw his his fears. We saw his paranoia. We saw him have some sort of idea of what was going to happen, or, or not have an idea. But like, you know, uh, I think I think you cannot say that. Anything he did was anything other than than negative. He made all the wrong decisions. But, you know, it, we really kind of saw into his personality and into his thought process. Okay, that's good. I agree. Uh, how about Jack at four? Um, I, I gave Jack an under the radar. Okay. Three? Or under the radar two. I'm sorry, two. Um, you know, he was he was very involved with the play, you know with what happened, but at the same time. He, um, you know, he wasn't at the forefront. And that's just part of his his nature. Um, but I think the difference between this and an invisible is the fact that he was he had involvement. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and also maybe I didn't I didn't I didn't push the good things about Jack enough in the last round because I was trying to get myself. Up. <laughs> but you know, it was it was very clever the way he did the. Um, Looking at the the thing before he replaced. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's super good. So he never put himself in actual danger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, how far ahead he thought with all of that, um, but regardless, he made the right decision there. Yeah, I don't. Him. I don't want to reveal why he does it, but um, the reason why he does it, he says it at the beginning of the at the fifth episode. It's a very good reason. So I mean, um, okay. they'll find out eventually. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, so how about you at three? Uh, <laughs> I, I said CP four again. Okay. I, I don't I don't know like I don't I, I don't know what else I could have based on the you know the hearing my thought processes. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think um, yeah. I think it's as you said, it's hard to do because you're one of the only people left in the game who's giving footage, you know what I mean, to use. Yeah, it so, almost puts you in a CP without, yeah. you know, you know. I don't really think, I mean, I was kind of tunneled and pigeonholed, maybe that's an OTT, but I don't really think my actions were that much. I don't know. I'm okay, I'm okay with the CP. Um, I, yeah, I think, because I was just about to say that, actually, I think since you're the only person giving footage, same with Elizabeth, um... Your only real options, uh, especially in these later episodes, are going to be complex personalities or over the top. Like, you're not going to get an invisible because you're the only person yeah. telling the story at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so even if you're, you know, that's, I guess, see, complex personality four, I agree with, is what I'm saying. All right, Diana, the two? Um, I, I feel like she's been the queen of the under the radars. <laughs> I've realized, uh, 
Under the Radar 3. All right. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, again, again, she was part of the plan. She was, you know, the one who was ultimately making the decision, making the choice. We still didn't really see into her thought process too much. The story was more told, you know, uh, with her being, you know, about her and about her being a character rather than from her perspective. Um, and she didn't get a ton of screen time for her involvement. Yeah. That makes sense, I think. Um, and Jacob at number one? Uh, CP4. Okay. I think, uh, y- you know, we saw him touching on a lot of the the different relationships, trying to, you know, like you said before with Jordan, he was kind of working on the person's motivations. Like, like Diana needed something. She needed something to convince her, and he was able to come up with an option that, turned her from being someone who's been against him to someone that she could work with. He, you know, like you said, played on Jordan's, uh, you know, the last plan he hears, the, you know, uh, giving something that made him feel safe when he was paranoid. Uh, you know, he did a great job, uh, CP4. Cool. I agree. So let's, I'm going to go through the list one more time. Uh, so we have Jordan at five with a complex personality negative three. Jack at 4 with Under the Radar 2. Mike at 3 with the Complex Personality 4. Leanne at 2 with Under the Radar 3. And Jacob at 1 with the Complex Personality 4. Uh, that's a good list for me. Uh, and that's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's about it. Yeah, Ashton uh, let us down this week. No um, no listener. I know. Like, there's how many views did we get last time? Like, did you even watch? Yeah, I don't know. It's not good. I can check right now, but it wasn't. Well, I think part of it was the uh, I had that upload issue. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, not good. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Well, that's three more than it was when I watched it yesterday. Yep. Um, hey, you know, it's not too bad, I guess. If our main episodes are getting oh nineteen over twenty. Oh. Episode three got fifteen. I'm not proud of episode three though, so it doesn't really bother no, me that no. everyone's watched it. Yeah, I don't really know what the issue is, but it's okay. I whatever. I enjoy it, so whatever. Um, I'm telling you, post it on, post it on Reddit, post it on, post it on sucks, post it everywhere. <laughs> Get the randoms watching it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll try to figure out something for for our possible season two. I suppose we'll uh, we'll, we'll get a media plan going out. So that's all I got for tonight. Should we wrap it up then? I think so. All right, so tune in next week. Uh, let me think of a little teaser for the three of you that made it this far. Uh, next week, um, let's let's say next week, people crash and burn in an attempt to get into the final round. All right, so let's wrap it up there. Um, good night. Good night.